Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Sporting 160 EN podcast. This is podcast number 89. We got a good one for you. Two back-to-back dubs. Uh, but first, let me get off to my co-host as always, starting with my main man, Chris. Christian, how you doing, bro? I'm doing all right. I'm uh, <laughs> coming to you guys live from uh, snowy North Jersey right now. Currently, yeah. there's a blizzard outside my window. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. other than that, I'm feeling good. Advancing in both cup con- competitions. Sorry. And uh, into the final four already. So just uh, skirting, skipping group stage, everything right to the semis. I like that. So no dicking yeah. around. The Inverno, upcoming. I'm feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. And also joined by my main man, Sam. Sam, how you doing, bro? Sam Fros. All, right. All right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we got Moon oh. Liel in the chat. We got Lauren saying Fonseca in today. Fonseca always in. Are you back, Sam? <laughs> we got Moon oh. Liel in the chat. We got Lauren saying Fonseca in today. Fonseca always in. Are you back, Sam? always in. Are you back, Sam? So as you guys can tell, we're having some technical difficulties here, or maybe I am. Uh, so bear with us for a second. Uh, okay, Christian's back. Maybe I am. Okay. So bear with us. We got one back. All right, I'm back. Christian's back. <laughs> Okay, bear with us. I'm hearing a lot of feedback, though. That's the only thing. All right, let me. I hope you guys can see this. Actually, let me try to pull up the YouTube <laughs> on my phone. Oh, are we? Chris, are you back? I hope I'm back. I think I'm back. Okay, I think maybe that. I'm the one that's lagging. <laughs> I you're frozen on on my screen at least. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, <laughs> this is the worst. This is, <laughs> this the worst. is definitely the worst. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easily the worst. Bear with us for a sec, guys, please. Um, yeah, I'm watching. Okay, it seems all right. All right, we're back. I guess. Um, we can keep moving. We can keep it moving. Uh, we'll get to your Twitter questions, of course. Uh, for those who are also in my poll today, uh, just know that I am drinking water, you fucking bums. Real Canadian water. Let me not show that too long before we get a lawsuit. Great water here. Um, I won't show you what I have behind the camera, but in front of the camera, always water. Ha! Um, all right, first question. Uh, let me sh- share the screen. Twitter. All right. This is a shaky start, guys. Real but, shaky start. Holy. Now my fucking computer is freezing. For a <laughs> is it Bro. showing the Twitter at least? No, it's not showing anything, dude. <laughs> Shocking start from us, guys. We're in shambles when Steph's not around. Let me just... <laughs> 
Okay, Shambolic. Can this? Okay, whatever. I'll, I'll I'll read it off my phone for now. Um. So first question comes in from our boy Joel De Silva at Joe Leon underscore O seven three. Uh, he asks, realistically, how many new players will Spartan get during the January transfer market? Could we see more than just a, a new striker? If so, which position do you think uh, RA is looking to strengthen apart from the striker position? Uh, personally, I think a class center back should be useful. I agree. I think that's mainly what the rumors have been uh, going around saying, uh, that we're in it, in it for a, a striker and a center back. Um, but Christian, I'll, I'll pass to you, dude. What do, What do you think? If you're uh, still there, I hope. Okay, you are. Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been saying for like two years that they should sign another striker, and they, they did sign Sportad. Um, but yeah, I think that they need a striker for sure. Price and just super insurance option because we still have literally like no depth at the position. Um, but yeah, striker, main priority, and then center back, alternate priority. Or maybe yeah. right back, an alternative right back too. Uh, yeah, a right back. I even think a uh, a left back might be needed now with uh, Nunu Minj out. I know we were just saying um, we uh, we have Antunj and we have. Uh, sorry, let me just try to get on my phone real quick. My computer is fucking buzzing out. Um, oh shit! I shouldn't do this. Oh, I have to. Oh wait, I have to. In oh, fuck, never mind. I have to add myself, but my fucking Windows is currently frozen. It's a shambolic. Do you still hear me, Chris? Yeah, I, I just froze, but I think I, I hear you now. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll keep it pushing. Um, next question uh, comes in from um, Alexander Hartle at Lex Hertel, Hartle, um, Lex underscore Hartle on Twitter. He says, uh, Sam, we are waiting for you to put your uh, football manager score. Put the Xbox aside. <laughs> uh, we got Mundo de Leon, who was in the chat, um, also asking Netu or Kurejma. Um, so, yeah, Chris, Netu or Kurejma? Nah, I mean, <laughs> I, I go Kurejma, but, but yeah, I, was, I, I liked the performance yesterday, but it wasn't like he was playing against... Uh, any cracks per se. Yeah. Um, Adan or Max? I guess we have to say Adan. You have to say who? It cut out, sorry. Adan? I think. Yeah, I'll probably go Adan right now. But, I mean, it's closer than it was two months ago, though. Yeah, agree. Agree. Um, Sporar or, or Tete? I'm going to say Tete. And we'll get into that with these next two games, but. Mm, for center forward, I would go Sporad, but obviously Tiago Tomas can play on the wing too. So, I mean, honestly, if I had to pick one, it's tough to not pick the guy that you spent like $7 million on. So I'm going to have to stay Sporad. Agreed. I'm going to say – no, I'm saying Tete, man. I think I've seen more like uh, finishing quality from Tete than I've seen from Sporad. Uh yeah, we'll get into it, but I think that last game, Sparta could have had at least five goals, um, or at least at the very least, at least two. Um, and then he he asks, hashtag Fonseca out or hashtag Fonseca in? Well, I think it's Fonseca out. <laughs> it's clear. It's clear he's out. 
<laughs> I got to agree. And uh, his last question, do you think Tabata could become a starter? Hashtag Fonseca out. <laughs> um, part-time starter, I think. Yeah, I would too. I, I don't see why not. I like um, them, Mike. Danny completely frozen again. <laughs> Rest in peace, Danny. <laughs> oh, yo, that's crazy. The second Danny. <laughs> that was awesome. Fucking computer. All right, we're back. We're back. Honestly, yep. that. I hope we're back. All that right. It worked a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah. I was worried when I think fucking crashed for a sec. All, All right. right. <laughs> we'll keep it pushing. I just won't fucking add it on. Uh, I won't split screen the Twitter today because that fucked off my computer. I was guessing for at least a solid like. <laughs> Anyways. Um, next question from Mundo de Leon. He asks, uh, do you think the best position for Plata is right back? I guess he means right wing back. Um, what did you think of that? I, I didn't think he did that bad. He's just maybe lets us down defensively, but yeah, lets us down defensively and also like could turn it over randomly could pull off the sick trick, but also could turn it over. So yeah, I think I prefer him, uh, up top. Yeah. Same. Um, I prefer him. Yeah. Same up top. Like the new, new just he would take more risks, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Um, he also asks, I think this is the last one for Mundo Don Leon. Um, he asks, do you think Braganza will become a starter next year? Next year, I think he, he could well next could. year. Yeah. Very well could. I think so, too. Joel might even just... be here. Paulinho yeah. might not even be here. Yeah. Who knows, right? He might not even be here. Who the fuck knows anything, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With Barandas, you never really know, bro. <laughs> you never know. When you're on the carousel of crazy things that can happen in the blink of an eye. That's a fact. That is a fact. Um, next question comes in from our main man, Steph, who just couldn't join us today. Um, at Steph01JUL1906. Of course, if you want to follow him on Twitter, um, he asks, Holy which is the shit? Look at the look at the Richard Neves comment. I'm not going to get ahead of myself here, but we're definitely winning the domestic travel this year. Let's fucking go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steph yeah. asks, um, "Who is the one who should give uh, who who is the one we should give credit for Sporting success?" Uh, I mean, I've said it on this podcast before. I think Amorim has to take a lot of the credit here because he's really flipped this club around, and yeah. I I don't think it's a coincidence that he's come into the club and the club it has done a, a three hundred and sixty really. Um, so yeah. Uh, so uh, and also, Steph asks. You only have money for either a striker or a center back. Which one do you get? What do you think, Chris? Striker. I think we have more depth at center back. Agreed. I agree. Um, next question comes in from – oh, no. Uh, do, 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 do. We have a question here. Let me just find it. From uh, Lauren Yano, Mary Chipness, Chipness on Twitter. She asks, question for Daniel. How's the weather been in Toronto, Texas lately? And did you know Stefan Ustaki was still Portuguese? Uh, Lauren, 
fuck you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold, bro. I wish I was in Texas. Let me tell you. Is it snowing um, there, dude? It's not yet. Not yet. I guess this blizzard a little this is coming morning. up, bro. So, I mean, it should be there by uh, tomorrow, this blizzard. Because <sighs> just crazy not we're getting a blizzard and you're not. I know, right? But we got, like, we've been getting snow. We got, oh. like, flurries today, but nothing crazy. This is our first, it, like, real, real one. It was we also a couple of dust things, maybe, but that's about true. it. True. It, it was, was also, like melted by the afternoon type shit. Yeah, yeah, same. We've had that too, especially last week. It's also negative ten. It was negative ten this morning. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's not. It's good. like probably like sixteen or something. Sixteen, yeah, yeah. 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 like that. So not, it, it was a fucking cold one this morning, bro. <laughs> not fun getting to work. Um, Lauren also asks, "Do you think Bragança should be starting games in in the Liga?" And do you think we'll see more of Plata in the first team in the coming weeks slash months? Um, I mean, we sort of answered the Braganza question. I don't think he'll start just yet this uh, this season, at least not for the league. Um, but yeah, what do you think of Plata in the next coming months or weeks? Um, I think that he's definitely um, like earned more looks, right? He was up and down performance. But overall, I think a lot of it was positive. He's obviously had positive performances for Ecuador as well um, recently, or at least semi-recently in the last month. So, um, yeah, I, I think that there – hopefully there's more more to come, um, and he keeps, uh, you know, growing. Uh, he he kind of strikes me as a type of, type of player um, that's in the mold of, like, a super sub. You know, you just kind of throw him in and say, just just dribble out, guys, and, and let's try to, tr- try to get some offense. Um, but – uh, I mean, he does sometimes lack the quality at the at the very end, but I mean, his assist yesterday was fucking dirty. So um, he has it in there. Unreal, unreal from him. Um, next question comes in from uh, Antonio Menez. Um, he asks if you can have one player from within Liga Nage in the January transfer window, who would it be? That's a great question. Um, of course, it, I mean, does it have to can it be from a rival club? Like, damn, it could, I guess. He doesn't. I, I, but I'm assuming uh, you, you mean Benfica and Porto players are off limits. You uh, I guess again? Get, oh, would you say not off Robert? I said if it's picking off anyone not. at Darwin, <laughs> but yeah, same. <laughs> or um, or Luis Diaz from Porto, either or. <laughs> Yo, maybe maybe Santana, right? I mean, we you need we needed some more. Yeah. Another striker, he's a goal scorer. I don't know. I wouldn't mind that. Even uh, um, what's the Maritimo's guy's name? Pingu. Oh, Pingu. Pingu. Yeah, Rodrigo Pingu. Yeah. Not even, not bad either. Um, I was thinking um, Asun Asun from Family Kong, but yeah, we have a lot of depth in midfield. But I like the kid. Yeah. We got some gems in the league. Um, but uh, next question comes in from Tori at her channel seventeen. Um, she asks, do you think a Mourinho system is maintainable to win the title? And do you think we'll get a striker January? Um, I think we'll get a striker January. Do you think a Mourinho system is maintainable to win the league? I don't see why not. So far, so good. <laughs> working, it's working well. Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Neves also bringing up a good point on that last question. Pauline from Braga. He hears is supposedly oh, decent. My. Yeah, then they wouldn't waste fucking 35 mil on him. Yeah, get it for free in this hypothetical. 
For the get Lauren, it club. <laughs> Lauren bringing up Marcus Edwards. Good shout. He had a decent game today uh, where his team got robbed, but I don't want to get into it. Um, next question comes in from uh, Petteri Rayasanen um, at K-O-N-F-O-R-M-I-S-T-E-N. Sorry if I mispronounced your name, bro. Um, he's asking, what's Jovan's role when he comes back from injury? Uh, I say off the bench, substituting maybe Nunu Sanch, um, because I don't see him getting ahead of Nunu Sanch or Poth right now. And as long as we don't have another striker, striker, because or it's Tomas and, and him, whatever Amelian feels like at the time. Um, yeah, until we get somebody else, because I mean, if there's ever a game to put in a guy. Marks, um, the Mafra game, and he clearly isn't like trying to do stuff like that, shake it up like that. So, as long as there's no one else, it's Jovan pretty much and the Mavs. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Sam's saying he misses Baz Dost. I agree. Um, last question comes in from uh, Jay at Jazz Ferreira. Uh, on Twitter, he asks, does Luis Philippe stand any chance of ever playing again in the first team after he recovers from injury? Um, no, I don't think so. If it's taking him a year and a half to get back from an ACL injury, um, and I mean, it took me a year and a half to come back from an ACL injury, but I'm not a fucking athlete. So uh, I don't know. I, I think he's out. I look, he feel like he's ready, but he's just not ready. Ready, ready, ready. Like what he probably doesn't want to play for the B team or whatever. Um, he's been linked. Uh, uh, us sending him the other way. Um, yeah, I think he's probably done. I agree. I agree. Um, all right. And I think that is it. Let me try to pull up the, uh, lineup for the, uh, for the Pasfreda game real quick. Uh, just bear with me for a second. If my fucking thing wants to load any day now, here we go. So we had Adan and Net, Fidel Kuach, um, and Luis Net with the back with Nunu Minj and uh, Pedro Poru on the wing back positions. We had João Pelinha and João Mario in, in the midfield with a front three of Tiago Tumaj, uh, Nunu Santos. And who am I missing here? And Tabata, of Not course. Yeah. Um, so, Chris, what were your thoughts on uh, our 3 nothing thrashing of uh, Pasha Ferreira? Yeah, this game was uh, was uh, easy on the eye, you could say. Uh, it, was, it, was an, it was an enjoyable watch. Um, we just kind of had the upper hand immediately. We were creating the chances. They were on the back foot. We scored some nice goals. Both the goals in the first half were... Very nice finishes. Um, so going into half up to nothing, having completely dominated already up to nothing. Um, it felt like a great rebound game coming off the game against family Cone with all the bullshit. So just to come out there and just right off the bat, leave no doubt, kind of punish them. Um, it felt really good. And uh, it kind of tapered off a little bit for bits of the second half, which is understandable because we're in cruise control, right? What It's on you guys to score two goals, which was clearly like, there's really not even one second where I feared that they were even, they had maybe one or two chances towards the end after it didn't matter anymore. 
Um, mm -hmm. So I, I, I was never worried they were going to do anything. And, and to be honest, right, this is a good side. This is a team that just almost be, almost got a point off. Benfica to lose, only, only lost on the last kick of the game is in like sixth place in the table. Right. Um, yep. So it's not like we were playing like some 14th place, you know, four points this season type of team. Um, no, this is a good team. And we, you made them look like that. Um, so yeah, it was, it felt good. Um, even, even without Emodine, right? No, Emodine watched it from the, from the, we stand. had a manual pedal, bro. That's all that matters. Now. Yeah. We had the, the real gaffer, <laughs> the real gaffer. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker yeah so i mean this past fed game like from my from my from my from my end like i i loved it i thought it was i thought it was great yeah i agree and uh like you were saying past no pushovers uh even today we've seen that they almost they almost uh took uh put to penalties on their task of the league game uh just hitting the post right at the end right in the 90th um so yeah the fact that we came out Three nothing. Uh, you know, um, we we did rotate a bit too. I mean, we had to with Puck being out, of course. But um, Tabata coming in showing great signs. Banger. Um, I mean, it was right. Banger. I didn't expect that, right? I mean, he's been having good performances yeah. off the bench, but he he fucking smacked a banger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and I mean, he's he's already passing the fucking price mark when when we take in we haven't paid shit for him yet. You know? Yeah, we paid like two hundred k for him. So what great deal so far? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and possibly, I mean, there's murmurs on Twitter. Uh, we might be speaking too soon because the guy is just coming back from an injury. And the way we know the way that number works on that shirt with our emblem on the front, it's never good luck. So I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets injured in the next coming weeks. But I, right I, now, it's looking like the number seven shirt is uh is being lifted of its curse. I'm trying. I'm trying to think if know. there was like a was there like a beginning of the Joel Campbell era where we were all like, "Yo, let's go!" Because I don't even. I feel like yeah. that, that uh, happened. I, I, we were... I'll give you. I'll give you two. <laughs> he scored. He scored the tying goal against Tondela and took off his shirt like we just won the Champions League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think he's. He scored a also a tying goal or a yeah, but like, like one think I had a fourth or something at the beginning of the Joel Campbell era. Did we think he was good though, based on what we saw? You know, I did. I oh, did. I I rated yeah. him. I was asking for Joel Campbell to Sporting two years <laughs> uh, prior. I swear. I mean, like I can't say. I mean, I was hyped that because he was like seemed like a big name, and I remember from the World Cup. But like, it seems like Tobata like. I haven't felt this good about the number seven um, in a while. And I didn't expect to feel this good. I feel like I thought Loki thought he was just going to never play, to be honest, and just be like a, a complete bench warmer. But nah, he's, he's hella serviceable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he scored against Mafra yesterday too, and we'll get into that. But I mean, what a, what a goal from outside the box curling to the top, top uh, post. So, Credit to him. Uh, also, want to mention the uh, the Tiak Tumaj goal um, with a first a lovely, like beautiful assist from from Nuno Sanch. Um, these guys that that Verandas bought this summer, I we keep saying it. I have to say it again. Uh, great, great purchases. Like Nuno Sanch is slowly becoming my favorite Lampion after after uh, Amuding, of course. Uh, beautiful little touch to with his head. Tiak Tumaj also. Uh, one of the reasons why I was saying earlier why I put him ahead of Sporad is I think his finishing ability is just 10 times better. 
I mean, he sort of had to like jump kick that thing, but he still found the, the very top corner of the net. Um, and, and from a bit away with the goalkeeper a bit out too, like taking up space, uh, credit to the kid, great finish. Um, and then um, a, a, a Juan Pedin, a, a goal. Uh, he was begging for one, basically. Um, who was the last game we played before? He took like three Amelie shots from outside the box. Exactly. Both <laughs> testing the keeper. One, I think, even hitting the post. Um, yeah, listen, he's been asking for it. It was good he to see him it. get a goal, yeah. It was really nice seeing him get a goal, seeing him celebrate. Um, and Joel Mario being able to assist. I don't know if that's his first assist since he's come back. I, feel I could like be wrong, is, though, but I think it is, too. Um, and also, I have to mention, Tiago Tomaj won that free kick there. So, um, if we're, I'll ask you about it later, but for me, my man in the match was Tiago Tomaj. I think the kid did really well yesterday. Um, I might have mentioned it before in other podcasts, but I'll say it again. He gives. I'm not saying he's the same, but he gives me glimpses of, uh, of uh, Lietzen a bit. The way he just, <laughs> as a striker, just chases down every ball, uh, you know, uh, he the kid has a tank in him in terms of stamina. Uh, I mean, it doesn't hurt that he has the fucking the biggest noggin in the world. And you know, I love guys with big noggins because you know I got one myself. <laughs> but uh, this, I, I'm I'm loving the kid so far. Uh, I I can't say more <laughs> things about him in terms of the game. Um, three nothing. We 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 dominated j- justice to you know uh, the scoreline. We we did a justice. Um, and we could have had a few more if we're being honest. Uh. But yeah, I'm giving my man of the match to Tiak Tumaj, or as everybody calls him, Tete, which sounds pretty weird to me, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chris, what about you, dude? I, uh, I think you're back. Unless... I'm going to give mine. Oh, yeah, I'm not back. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give mine to uh, Tabata. Uh, string yeah, of great performances. Enough. Earn the start and more uh, going forward. So yeah, that's mine. Um, and obviously, yeah. he would go on to again score uh, yesterday. So he's low key uh, on a tear. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Listen, and and I like the he's second to me in terms of uh, man of the match. Um, but all right, let's go into yesterday's game against uh, Mafra. Um, where we had uh, Capitão Max in that um, with uh, Antunj, uh, Gonçalo Inácio, Borja, uh, Eduardo Curejma, and um, Gonçalo Plata uh, completing the defense, a midfield of Daniel Bragança and Mateus Nunes with Pedro Gonçalves, Tete, and uh, Sporar up top. Um, Chris, what were your thoughts on, uh, on yesterday's game, dude? Um, so this game for me was obviously like, it was understandable that like the, uh, intensity, uh, was like off a little bit because the squad was probably the most rotated squad they've had this season. Um, opposition was intent on just doing whatever it took to just fucking not allow you to score and just break up the play in any way. Um, so I thought the first half was honestly a little disappointing. I thought, obviously, I w- there was never really any threat for me that I thought that Mafia was going to score because they basically didn't generate anything until, like, one span in the second half where they had, like, four shots in a row. Um, that was basically the extent of their threat. Um, I guess they had a couple almost, but they were offsides. Um, that one winger they had, like, Pingu, he was, uh, he was, like, clearly their most dynamic option, but 
at times it was just like him alone up there to get the ball. It'd be like four on one. It's like, what the fuck do you expect him to do? Like take them all on every single time. Like, so I felt bad for him because he was, he was grinding up there, but there's only so much one man can do against like the entire back line. Um, but yeah, going back to the game, uh, I thought that, um, you know, the, the overall like chance creating and, you know, overall like, dynamicness electricity that the game had was kind of disappointingly lack um but ripped into him on like a fucking zoom call in the locker room because they came out in the second half and they looked a lot more um dynamic so um that second half was much better for some reason i like even though the game stayed zero zero for a while I still didn't really get that nervous. I just knew that I felt like we would eventually score. We kept getting chances. I was like, we're going to score. And then eventually the man who should have had um, a double hat trick on the night uh, was able to to put one home that was on a platter for him. Um, and then obviously that like almost like probably like a couple minutes later, um, like five minutes later, um, Plata set us up with that nice bit of skill. Um, and beautifully just put it right on top of this head. He literally didn't have to do anything, just had to redirect it. It was beautiful. Um, and then, you know, once that happened, it was pretty much curtains for, for Mafa. You know, it was going to, they had barely adventured to the sporting goal and scored two in like 15 minutes would have been a really, really tough ask. They had a couple of chances, didn't really hit the target, didn't really look like doing much and kind of ran out the clock. Um, yeah. Uh, oh yeah! Shout out to Captain Max. I know you mentioned it earlier, but um, shout out to Captain Max. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a, uh, a team that's losing to Mafra. Um, just keep the one easy enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I agree. Um, you I'll, uh, I'll mention some things. Um, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh shit. Oh, uh, now, now we're can back. Okay. I think I glitched too. Also. We're good. We're yeah. good. Guys, uh, for, for those listening in, thank you for still sticking with us, bro. This is, this has been disastrous <laughs> so far. Um, but, um, yeah, I'll give it my quick two cents as well. I, I thought we did, uh, we did fairly well, even in the first ask, we, we didn't, didn't score anything, but I thought we, we definitely could have. Um, I, I like Sporada, don't get me the wrong way, or but um, I don't know, it, it takes him too long to score, or, or he misses way too many opportunities. I've noticed, um, just for him to get one, even in that goal that he did score. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, I, I he, he it looked like he almost fucked that up, like instead of really getting it on his foot, he sort of got it on his shin and. Uh, it was going wide. Luckily, it hit the net, right? He was close enough for it to hit the net, but um, almost, I don't know. It, it seemed like he could have fucked up on there. But anyways, even before that, he, he missed at least two, two decent opportunities to score. Um, I think uh, I I think next game, if he's on the bench uh, and, and Tiak Tumaj starts, uh, I'm, not, I'm not opposed I, to that No, I support that because that means that Tabata can start. Uh, yeah. I low-key want, so... But even still, I, I still even think next game we'll have Pot and Nunesanch with Tete in the middle too. To be honest, that's so, also possible. possible. And and and, and it, 
it's it's a great headache to have because I'm cool with either or, you know, like I'm cool yeah. with either of what's happening. Um, but yeah, um, again on the game, you know, uh, he definitely had some sort of Zoom call with them in because the second half they came out much better. Also has to be said, the substitutions he made in the second half also made us a lot better. Uh, Nunu Minj, for the little bit that he came, made the... That he came on, we scored goals, and then off we... Am I back? Am I still talking? Yeah, you're back, yeah. Am I good? Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought, you know, the, the substitutions you made were great. Uh, really changed the, the game for us in that second half. Who else did he, who else did he get on? I, I'm already forgetting. It was Nunu Minj. Uh, and then... Um, yeah, it was uh, Nunu Minj and Tomas. Uh, no, Tomas. And Tunis Tomas. came on for Nunu Minj. And uh, Tabata came on for Tomas. Tomata. So, yeah. Those, those, both those. <laughs> the Wi-Fi yeah, connections. No, 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 the I don't think it's the Wi-Fi, dude. I think it's. Yeah, I don't Sorry, know go ahead. <laughs> no, I think Nunez was a good sub. I don't know what uh, it is. I'll... He got the assist on the first goal too, but then, yeah, it seems yeah. like he probably shouldn't have played, and it was stupid that he played because if he's been dealing with this and he re-aggravated it, and he like, it why it's a Mafra game like what. It seems stupid yeah, exactly. that that happened. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, he only played half an hour. Maybe and Tunis can't I mean, go the full fucking 90 against fucking Mafra, dude. Like, Jesus, I don't, I don't necessarily do think. Anything, I don't think. I don't think. Well, it was he's that. a photo, just, photo on the left. Like, I don't know. I, it was weird to I, me. Yeah, true. I, I, I would have, I wouldn't have mind Poto. I, I just don't think he took off on Tunis necessarily for, uh, because he couldn't finish the game. I just think different option out there and i mean it, it yeah. did well I, I don't think uh, i don't think antunja has done that bad for us per se um i mean no, we also no, didn't have the highest he, we, we also didn't have the highest expectations for him so it's hard for him to to ruin that right I, do but, say, uh, I don't i mean i think it was this game the free kick that where he just overshot it so far and then he never took a free kick after that uh that shit was god pretty classic <laughs> Exactly. He was standing <laughs> over like every. If there's any, was gonna be this one, but nah, I never really got any within shooting range. Exactly. Um, and yeah, again, another another dominating performance, even with our our youngsters. Oh, also have to say, Danielle Bragança. I know we. Oh yeah, had a great game. Deservingly so, because he had a game and a half that game. Uh, played really well. Um, but of course, it's nothing that he's not new to. I'm, I'm sure he played Mafra last season in the second division. Um, so, I mean, it's probably familiar foe. Nothing to take away from him, though. He, he's been great for us. Uh, I've, I've really liked the kid. He, he, I think he's unlucky that he's in the Spartan team with so much quality in the midfield. Because if he was in our team last year, I think he would have been the starter. And it's not even in, put in doubt. You know, like he, he's one of the top starters last season in, in the midfield for us. Um, but hey, I'm I'm glad that he's he's with us in this good team rather than in the shit team. Um, yeah, I thought he did well. Uh, and yeah, really, we did well. Uh, and then as we mentioned earlier, Plata with that beautiful assist. Um, Chris, I know you were oh. saying uh, just before the podcast, he's like a polarizing uh, figure. Uh, 
Plata. And I do agree. He's young, inconsistent. Amurin even was saying, um, if you take in terms of like, he was saying the word formação between Plata and, and Tiago Tomaj. Um, the, 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 the talent for Plata is there. Just the formação might not be there. Of course, he's coming out of Ecuador. But uh, what, what are your thoughts on Plata? Because you actually had, uh, yeah. you brought up some interesting points yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I've honestly been impressed more recently. I was honestly really down on Plata. Uh, like the end of last season and even the beginning of this season, like the summer, like he honestly was playing horrible and he like he was not getting any burn and the little burn he was getting, he was just like a turnover machine. And it was like, but then every now and again, he went back to Ecuador and he would score a banger. And like, what the fuck? Like this dude, this dude can do that. Like I never, we never see that. So I guess that's kind of been the frustrating part of him. Um, but like, I guess this game, especially like we saw him like really having success taking guys on and like getting to the end line and, and creating chances and eventually yeah, um, getting an assist. Um, so I'd like to see more of that. And I think that in this team, his role is going to be like a super sub role. Like that's the ideal Plata because it seems like Nunu sense and like you have Jovan, you have Tabata, um, Tomas. Like there's a lot of bodies in front Bond. of him. Like to be like bought, yeah, to be consistent starters. So I don't think that that is him this season. But I think that there's a role for him as like the dynamic winger you put in when you need, um, you need mayhem. You know, create some mayhem. Yeah. You're down one nothing or something like that. Um, against Pasfe, and they're just packing it in with like eleven in front of the goal, and you need someone to try to create something. He's he is that guy on this team. He may be like the most dynamic, like one-on-one -on -one player on the team. So. Um, I'll honestly be sad kind of if he gets loaned out right now because he's like – it seems like he's – this is the best he's played for sporting in like over a year, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so it would be sad to see him go right now. Um, but, yeah, he is like I, – I go – really, I go back and forth from – I was like – if you asked me two months ago, I'd been like, he, he might be done. But I'm happy that he's kind of made a little resurgence uh, the past couple weeks. I got to agree. And uh... – I think it also helps that he, he's a, a stone figure right now in that Ecuadorian team that even if he's not playing consistent minutes at Sporting, he can go back to Ecuador and, and uh, there's someone that he can rely on too. Um, and I think that's only going to do him worlds of good in terms of like his confidence and in terms of uh, him being a guy more that, that we start looking more to in terms of, uh, of a solution. But as of right now, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. You know, Pot, Tabata, Jovan, Nuno Sanchez. Um, so many players on that on that wing position that it's it's hard for him to, to keep his place. But the kid's doing well, and, and and the fact of the matter is the kid's young. He's what 18, 19, maybe twenty. Nineteen, now. yeah, yeah, something like that. Nineteen or twenty, he, I would guess. Yeah, exactly. So so he's he has a he has a long way to go anyway. So um, hopefully within the next uh, next few years he can really become a, a figure at Spartan before you know he moves on to to green near pastures maybe we'll see right um i still can't forget the uh his agent coming out just before signing with Spartan, saying he wants to go to barcelona like well those fucking, are the final but, two right it was barcelona yeah. Spartan. he decided Spartan. <laughs> and hey might i add he i think he did the best thing for his fucking career might uh, add, maybe he played for was called barcelona or am i just making that up there is a barcelona in ecuador i know i that. think he, i think that might have been his he might have been on that yeah, I mean, give me one second of googling and I and I'll, I'll get it. But yeah, uh, Gonzalo Plata, boom. Oh, 
It was, no, it was Independiente del Valle. And before that, ah. he was in Quito. That's funny. But anyways, um, but yeah, there is a Barcelona in Ecuador. So there is a Barcelona. Maybe that's the Barcelona, maybe that's the Barcelona he was referring to. <laughs> um, we'll get into this question later, Lauren, I promise you. But uh, just a special mention, since Ryan Gold's on the screen, uh, his Portuguese is fucking incredible. I, for a guy who's been in Portugal, I know he's been in there for like five, six years, but um, I've, I'm a, I'm a Luso Canadian, and his Portuguese is probably better. yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, that's that. Nothing else. The two nothing. Uh, oh, there's two issues that I want to mention. It's two quick ones. You can also chime in if you remember it. In the fifth minute, there was a potential handball in the box. I think it would have been harsh for the ref to call that as uh, Tite was sort of on his back, like jumping over him. And then in the fiftieth minute, there's a similar play where. Nunu Minch uh, seems to get the ball on his hand as well, but uh, same thing where the the the, the Mafra attacker was on a corner, it's yeah. sort of on Nunu Minch's back, and then Nunu Minch, as he's like turning, sort of hits it with his hand. I think it would have been harsh to call both penalties, to be honest. Um, I don't know if you remember those plays or not, but I just have uh, to I remember the Nunu Minch one. Yeah, I don't remember the first one. Yeah. So, but anyways, but yeah, my Nunu Minj one, what did, what did you think? You think that could have been a penalty? Or? Yeah, no, nah, I don't think it's a penalty. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, man of the match. Who's your man of the match for Mafra? I'm still trying to think of mine. There's a lot of standout mm-hmm. performances, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of performances that I like. Actually, I'll... I'll- I'll give it. I'll give it to Bragança, but I think Bragança got the actual man of the match, like for the he did game. Get the um, one, yeah. And I'm gonna. So I, I'll I'll give that one to him too. I think I don't think he had an assist in the game, but uh, he he was he was all over the pitch. Mm. I'm gonna give mine to. I'm gonna give mine to Plata. Uh, overall, yeah. I like the the positive performance. Um, I don't want to give it to someone who who didn't play like at least most of the game, um, so that rolls out. Like I liked Pelina obviously when he came in. Um, I thought Porter was good when he came in. Um, yeah. I, I honestly wasn't the greatest pot game, uh, especially to, yeah, come to the, high, the high, standard, high standards we've come to expect. So um, yeah, there's lots of performances that I, that I like. The back line was was solid. Um, yeah. Max really didn't do anything, but the back line was solid, like playing wise. Kurajma did really well. Uh, I was yeah. glad to see that. Um, what do we think of Kurajma's fresh cut? Uh, it looks better than it did like the day after he got it. It grew in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that kid is funny, man. I don't know what the fuck that kid's on, but he's funny. Yeah, he's trying. Uh, but yeah, special mention also to the Kurejma and Inacio. I I like both of them. I, I and honestly, I'm I'm quite convinced in, more on Inacio uh, more than before that he can definitely take over uh, Neto's spot if 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 need be. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know. Anyways, but yeah, uh, liked both of them as well. Um, all right, we'll we'll go on to um, some news that came out today. Uh, regarding the Tasa still, of course, as we're both sporting the uh, Strom kit, me and Chris. Um, Tasa Portugal will either be getting Salgueiros or Maritimo, depending on the winner of that. Um, I don't want to rule out Salgueiros, but I think I'm 
fairly positive. Uh, Maritimo will, will probably be the ones we go against. But what are your thoughts on the potential two uh, two um, teams that we might face? Yeah, it's away either way. So going to Maritimo is always exactly. uh, tough. Tough. We're doing being scoring eight goals this season. So yeah, I'd rather play Salgados. Obviously, we we keep getting unlucky and not getting like the third division team. But if he could. I think we just got another one, right? So we have to play yeah. potentially a Premier League team. So, yeah, I hope that Salgators win, but it's probably going to be a tough trip to Maritimo where they uh, try to kick the ball into the stands for three quarters of the game. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I think Porto got uh, Nacional, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, where I think it? so, I yeah. Or it's here. Nacional versus, I think, the game. Le Soinge Nacional. Or, or Le Soinge, yeah, or Le Soinge, yeah. Yeah, Betuch. and then uh, Befica, though, since you mentioned them. Uh, sorry, what was Oh, yeah, Betuch. Oh, true. Forgot <laughs> about Betuch at Les Choinches. I just watched a, a docu- not, it's kind of a short documentary of with Betuch. I think it was a month or two back. I think it's on the Sport TV. I don't want to promote their YouTube that much, but Sport TV's YouTube. <laughs> if, if you guys have any, if you guys have a free 20 minutes, uh, or, or I think it's 20 minutes, definitely give it a look. Uh, great little video. Uh, leave a comment underneath saying free Spartan 160 EN though, because they did block our fucking original account on Twitter. I had like four <laughs> case um, followers. Uh, so if you do hear just the comments, please. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah. And then of course, uh, since we mentioned Befica, they cool. Um, so, and, and, uh, Madora having a, a, a beautiful run from the cup so far. Hopefully they can it's continue away, going, yeah. but, you know, it's doubt away, it. So yeah. I think it's at home. It's in Amadora. Yeah. Field seen probably better days, uh, I'm guessing. So hopefully they don't pull some Mayfika shit and get it moved. Wish they probably will. Let's be real. Yeah. It'll probably be played at uh, at Jamord or something. Yeah, Jamord. Yeah, the bullshit capital um, of the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then afterwards, this is a big if, of course. If we do happen to win either Salgueiros or Maritimo, we'll play the winner of Riwav against Istoril. And if we happen to win that game, um, we will play, or we might play, of course, Benfica if... If, of course, they end up winning their games. A lot of ifs there. Um, things we shouldn't even be looking at yet. We have to win our, our game against either Salgueiros or Maritimo. But just wanted to throw that out there just in case or just for, for everybody to know. Um, other news, uh, Pot and Poru won player of the month of November. Poru, of course, the defender of the month. A Pot. He won mid the month, right? Yeah, and I think it was the second straight month winning it. I don't know who won Credit the, to, uh, to I Pot, who killing it. Um, oh, yeah, it was, it was Medvedev the Mish. Yeah, I don't know who won the other two, the goalie or the forward, to be honest. I didn't say. Yeah, me neither. Anyway, it's not important, not sporting. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, um, so that's that. Um, Kamashu coming back to the B team. Uh, he had two back-to-back games. His last game, he actually had a uh, an assist from a 
Pedro Marques goal. I forget who it was against. Um, but of course, rumors of um, of uh, Amurin potentially looking at him as a solution as our second right back, uh, seeing as right now we only have Poru. We, of course, have Ristovsky also coming back uh, from COVID, uh, coming back from Macedonia, of course, or North Macedonia, I should say. Um, Chris, what, were you, what are your thoughts on this little right-back situation we're having? Should we stick with Kamashu? Should we just get rid of Ristovsky? Should we stick with Ristovsky? Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, at this point, I don't, I don't know what you do. I think that at this point, it's probably – I feel like the situation with both of those guys is probably – broken beyond return and like honestly I don't really want either of those two in the team at this point it doesn't really there's no point right like they they've fucked them so bad though so it's like they honestly like would have had like some value um but I feel like both of them have almost no value like Rostovsky would have had a value out of like three million if he was like playing with some regularity um, not even like somewhere like Antuna's regularity. Like he had like a couple games. Like he would, he, someone would pay three million for him. But now like there's no leverage, and they're probably just gonna like rescind, and he's gonna go walk and sign with like a mid-table German team or something. Um, which is like, why? Why would you? Why would you do that? <laughs> you you made this choice. Like why would you do I, that? I, yeah, it's exactly. like he had he had value. He had I, some value. Like. But now, not anymore. And I feel I like Camacho obviously I, was a massive investment who's now has almost no value, you know? Yeah, exactly. The The thing is with, with Listovsky, I still think there's a market out for him, especially because he's doing so well with Macedonia. Um, it's just like you were saying, we have no leverage because we sort of have our dirty laundry out there and it's just so obvious we're not choosing him for more than just footballing reasons, because I think he's not better than Poru. I know that, but I think he's definitely better. He's good enough to be our backup right back, if anything. We um, have one, I think right? Especially, we, we literally yeah, don't even I mean, have yeah, one. exactly. <laughs> yeah. One, we don't have one. But two, I think, especially if we're really going to attack the league, we sort of need like an experienced uh, defender on us. At least, you know, Ristovsky has, uh, you know, experience being a, our first choice right back in the Portuguese league. He knows the league well, pretty much. He knows the club pretty well. I mean, he was a captain for us back in preseason too. Uh, and it wasn't that long ago. Um, so it's exactly that. It's the, the fact that we don't have the leverage to even sell him um, for, for, for the, for the value that he's really worth now um, is the shame because we, we sort of, like I said, we've put our dirty laundry out there. Um, but I, I, I'm hopeful that just because he's, you know, qualified for the Euros uh, with Macedonia or, or was it the Euros, right? He qualified for the Euros in Macedonia. So yeah. he, might have yeah, some, he, he might have some value behind him there. But, yeah, I, I got to agree with you. Um, but personally, yeah, I, I don't want – I wouldn't want either of them back just because of all this drama that's going on, especially around Ristovsky. If I were to have, if I were to pick one, I would pick Ristovsky to come back and for us to loan out. At this out point, Kamashu. it doesn't feel like they're good enough to make it worth it. It's just like just go buy, uh, like yeah. all two million, buy one at this point, and try to get out from. Yeah, or get assets. one of the kids. Yeah, I just don't know what. Like, what are they gonna do with Rafael Kamashu? Like, no one's gonna buy him. Like, just gonna endlessly sit there for like four years, four more years. He's just gonna sit there. He's gonna be like that guy uh, on Befica Zivkovic. He's just gonna endlessly sit there while making like 
1.4 mil a year. <laughs> yeah. Good deal. Good deal. <laughs> for him to rescind. But hey, I hope not because just for him to rescind against Befica and then fuck them over in the Champions League qualifying, like. Yeah, that was the no. first good thing he actually did. Yeah, God bless you, Zivkovic. I don't know where you are right now, but God bless you, son. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, how about even with Kamash, you don't think alone would do him any good? And then maybe next season, maybe not as a right back, but as a I, mean, I think winger? it would do him. I think it would do him good. I just don't know who wants him right now. Uh, Portuguese team. I can see him going to a Portuguese team though. Yeah, we're gonna have to pay, pay the him. wages though. Still, probably. Yeah, which is but at least he'll have a chance. Yeah. Well, at least he'll have a chance to show that he can still fucking do something now. Potentially, I'd, I listen. I'd rather I'd rather pay the wages for him to play on loan for another first division Portuguese team, not second, please, but first division yeah. Portuguese team, than paying his wages for him to play. You know, seventy minutes for the B team. You know, like uh, once or, or for him to not play at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Lex saying, "Give him to Gil Vicente." Uh, I mean, uh, I, I, I would him? have that over fucking <laughs> the B team. Yeah, do they want him? What <laughs> place is Gil Vicente in right now? Anyways, are they battling relegation? I don't uh, think so. I think they're doing I don't think all right. So. They're comfortably in like, uh, they're in. Oh yeah, they're in twelfth. So not bad. Oh, yeah. So they're in twelfth. Not bad. Not bad. But anyways. Um, I digress. Last real thing about uh, in, in terms of Spartan before we move on to Mudalidad and the upcoming game against Ferenc. Um A lot of uh, a lot was mentioned, especially on Twitter, about the Porta uh, Un being dedicated to Manuel Fernandes. Uh, not only, of course, uh, a few a few days back marked uh, what was it? Twenty three years? No, Somewhere, more twenty eight yeah. years. Yeah. 28, 29 years of uh, since uh, he scored on the seven-one against Befica. Um, a lot's being said about it. What, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, honestly, I can't really bring myself to care. Um, he's obviously a great player for the club. I think he's more of a club legend than Paul Futre is. Um, so. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, I think he's a jackass now, a little bit, and uh, an idiot, to be honest. <laughs> I met him. Me and Danny met <laughs> yeah. him. Definitely. What you see is definitely how he actually is. Like, that's just how he acts. That's him. <laughs> it's true. I, so, I, had a full yeah, fucking, I, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> I had a full fucking blown conversation with the guy. I was just trying to ask him for a picture and saying how he was my dad's favorite player. He's like, oh, you're from Toronto. Yeah, we went to Toronto, not to blah, blah, blah. Oh, we had some good food, bro. The guy was like a few <laughs> beers in. Like, he, he, was, he was enjoying himself in New York, let's just say the yeah. least. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know? honestly, He's exactly what he, what he seems like. The thing that's more surprising to me is that there's seven doors. I thought there was only four um, that, I, like, that I was aware of. But, hey, whatever. I don't give a shit. Name the, the utility closet gate after him. Go for it. <laughs> yeah i don't yeah i wasn't that, I wasn't that bothered by it either is it it'd be funny is that the same i think that's the same door that uh they get the uh fans to take off their shoes right I uh that's the same gate? The gate for the gate for the uh the card of soul i'm not sure i'm not sure i can't remember either i think so but i could be wrong on that 
Which would be funny that that's the Dortmund Wolf Revenge yeah. gets, to be honest. <laughs> um, and yeah, and before I move on to Mudalidad, I mean, this is Mudalidad pertaining. Sporting did actually get fined. Um, well, 4,000 4, euros and four games behind closed doors due to homophobic chants at two of the football games. Uh, one against Bruningosa and another one against Braga. Both of these incidents came back in October 2018. So this is over two years ago. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Chris? Because I, I think we both fall in the same things. I mean, no no, no place for homophobic chants in, in football, in any of the sports. Um, but I mean, I mean, it's been over two years. And there yeah, so basically... Yeah. So honestly, what it, I think what's more important is that it, like it set like a, a court precedent, right? Because they rejected Sporting's appeal, basically saying like, no, like there's no more, like this is it, it's over, you did it, guilty. Um, uh, so it was the first time they ever did that with like any homophobic related incident in uh, related to fans and held the team accountable, right? Mm -hmm. So this is the first time that ever happened. So basically, it set the precedent now that um, a team could be held accountable for their fans doing homophobic actions, chants, whatever it may be. So watch out Zenit St. Petersburg fans and CSI Moscow fans. Listen, <laughs> let's not even go outside of Portugal. Um, oh, yeah. Just true. a few weeks ago, George Duce said, what against about black uh, players and, and um, about, about uh, what did he say exactly about uh, uh, everything being racist nowadays? Uh, what did he say not a few weeks like style right in now. fashion like, today yeah exactly that's one another Wild. one uh, how do you treat that female journalist that she doesn't know anything about soccer yeah okay sure uh if we're gonna go fans chance uh how many times have i heard the marco Ficini chant even at sporting stadium i mean if we're gonna go back to 2018 for mudalidad and rightly so fair enough i'm down for this we gotta treat every club the same and all these chants, homophobic, racist, because uh, don't forget, I mean, they got punished for it, but but Guimarães did uh, have uh, racist chants against Marega last season, I believe. Yeah. Uh, one or two seasons yeah, ago, but I believe yeah. it was last season. Glad they got punished for it, but we have to keep the same energy going forward to other clubs as well. Um, I just hope this, like you said, this sets the precedent that it's, 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 it and I, and I hope it doesn't take two years for these things to start getting enforced anymore. You know, I hope it's like ASAP. You know, but um, yeah, I mean, it's I guess good news. Good news that that people can't just fucking be ignorant, go to games, say whatever they want, and think it's it's fine. It's fine. So. And uh, obviously, if teams are held accountable, it'll obviously make them be more proactive in uh, either handling yeah. the people that are yeah. doing it or making sure they don't come back, stuff like that. So. Um, that's the one thing they do care yeah. about. And hopefully it also line. takes the their bottom line, line they will the clubs going action. back to their communities and helping. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Sorry, I was cutting you off a bit. I was also saying no, hopefully this good. also takes precedent in clubs uh, going back towards the communities and stuff and, and doing things. I mean, in this case, this is a perfect incentive for Sporting to do something for the Portuguese gay community because I have yet to see anything from any of the big three, really. Yes, yeah, seriously. Um, I so see it in England. I never see it. Well. From, I don't see it in Portugal. I see it in England, even. If they can do it in England, you can do it in Portugal. Jesus, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, we're the ones. I mean, we're the ones that are always trying to emulate the English league as well. And and Verandas has come out a million times, especially when it comes to clocks. How he wants, uh, you know, the Spartan to be and Portuguese football to be more like English football in terms of accepting all and bringing your families. Da da da. da. But like you said, yeah, I don't, I don't see. I mean, in England, they, even this weekend and today, they had the uh, rainbow um, as their like, I mean, captain's armband, and I, I've not seen that once they, in Portugal. Like, the teams. Take a knee regularly before kickoff. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't see that in Portugal. I mean, uh, you saw maybe like for one or two weeks at the end of last season. That was about it. Um, so yeah, I think that somehow the English league is uh, ahead of the Portuguese league in like um, equality, which is uh, that's not where you you don't want to be behind the the English in that category. I feel like is. There's, you can step your performance up there. <laughs> yeah. No offense to the English. The exactly. Americans are no fucking better in this category. Um, but the Portuguese the are the the supposed to be. The Canadians are <laughs> Yeah. Let's go straight into the results. But uh, volleyball. Three one and three nothing. Shout out to them. Uh, hockey the Petites. Uh, so it was unlucky for us there. Um, but we did beat the Benfica team uh, in basketball, of course, sixty-seven to sixty-three. Our boy Trevante Williams with twenty-three uh, points. Um, shout out to, to Trevante. I didn't get to um, watch this because it was at, it, it aired at six a.m. Uh, Eastern same. time. It was at eleven in Portugal. I. Saturday morning, I mean, it's my day off. Like, I'm not, I can't wake up at 6 a.m. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. Yeah. But I was happy to see they won when I woke up. <laughs> Same. Exactly. And happy to see our boy Trevante did super well, too. Uh, let me quickly get the, uh, where is the B team? Oh, fuck. Give me one sec here. All right. Fuck that then. Um, we had uh, our B team uh, three days ago uh, beat um, uh, Fabril 3 nothing. Uh, two goals from uh, Pedro Marx, of course, and then the third goal coming from an auto goal, uh, from an um, own goal from uh, Fabril. Um, what else am I missing here? We had quite a few uh, Mudalidad's results. Benfica beat uh, our men's uh, volleyball team 3 nothing. Um, so unlucky there. Um, our hockey team ended up beating uh, Tomar 5-3 in a crazy game for the uh, Conquista Atasa Milnov since couldn't set. Saik telling me to check my internet. Buddy, it's it's disastrous over here. Dude. It's everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got um, our volleyball wow. feminina. Our, our volleyball feminina. Uh, they, they won 3-1. Against uh, Family Kang or Atletico uh, VC. Um, what else am I missing here? Our female team uh, won 3-0 against uh, Club Football Benfica. It's different from Sport Lisboa Benfica. Um, That's actually that like, just a totally separate side note. That is like two blocks from my aunt's apartment. Like when I go to Portugal, I stay like I get it's from the, the Club Football Bay Stadium. Um, it's like right around the bend. Um, 
in Befica where where my aunt lives. So it continue. <laughs> so so you're what you're telling me is your local team is Benfica. This Benfica, not SL Benfica. Yes. This one <laughs> is my local club, to be honest. <laughs> Um, and yeah, they beat them for the uh, Tasa de Liga, and they uh, so yeah. Uh, shout out to the women's team. The futsal team beat Caixinhas five two for the Liga Placard, uh, and we remain in first place, undefeated, of course. Um, I don't think we're missing anything else. Do, 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 do. Uh, no, not really. If I'm, I'm, I probably missed a lot, but uh, within the last three days, that was basically it for the majority of the modalidades. Another uh, European handball game postponed due to COVID. Uh, I feel like every other game yes. gets postponed due to COVID for the European League. And also in January, the European Basketball Euro Cup, FIBA Europe Cup, is going to start. So that's um, exciting. Exciting. Uh, exciting. Yeah. Assuming, like, assuming we continue... Um, According to schedule, that is, I could fucking cancel it or reschedule it. <laughs> Bill Gates did come out. Uh, six months might be uh, the months we'll see. So, if right, that means man. anything, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, the vaccine's on its way. Let's see. Uh, let's see what happens. True. I mean, people are. But anyways, it, yeah, so. people are getting it. Yeah, a few people are even in Toronto have already gotten it. Which is uh, like, but it's mainly like workers, like nurses and stuff. But we'll see. I actually, fun, just a quick side note. Uh, at the bank today, for those who don't know, I work at a bank. I had a guy like fucking full out, like start a conversation out of nowhere. He's like, "Hey, don't take this deal. Don't take this vaccine. Or if you take this vaccine, make sure you have kids just before. If it, it's getting into your DNA." And I'm like, "All right, buddy. Like, all right, anti-vaxxer. Sounds good." <laughs> yeah, I want to be uh, able to go to the stadium again and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do whatever. Honestly, so I, I won't be the first one to take it, but I'm not against taking it. I, you know I already I mean? won't be the first one. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be like, what? There's 300 million people in America. I'll be uh, somewhere around 220 million. I'm guessing, um, based on my like uh, spot in line. <laughs> True. <laughs> you're young. <laughs> you're you're yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Anyways, um let's go on to the next game. As we mentioned, uh Ryan Gold captaining um a very strong foot inside. Of course, we play Fidens uh at home um on uh Saturday. Fidens currently sitting in uh 14th with eight points. Uh, last few results. Let me just quickly uh, mention them. All those they had a win against, right? Like they had like three yeah, points. Exactly. Now they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now they they just added an, an extra five, but they had a a, a big win two one against Maritimu. Um, and then just prior, just a few weeks prior, or about a month prior, really, they had a three one win against Boavista. They did lose one nothing against Braga. Looked decent there. They did lose two nothing against the club we mentioned earlier, uh, Estrela Amadora. Or club football Estrella. Um, but uh, I mean they're just they're just on a special run, and I'm pretty sure Ferenc uh rotated their squad to prepare for Maritimu. Um so yeah, but anyways, Ferenc, decent team. We know at least their star uh Ryan Gold very, very well. Um, what are your thoughts on this upcoming game? I am excited to see Ryan play again against Sparting. We all kind of were 
from the moment they got promoted last season, I feel like we're all kind of waiting for this to happen. It also feels yeah. like the 10th straight game we've played at Alvalade, or is that just me? Um, no, <laughs> like, it's, it's, I think it's the fourth. <laughs> like, do we do we travel anymore? Like, so I was like, <laughs> we're surely on the road, and it's like, no, no, he's coming back to Alvalade. Wow, we're really playing uh, at Alvalade again. Um, so yeah, the homecoming's happening. This is it. Um, obviously, I think that we're gonna be all over them because, um, it, despite their recent form, I mean, in theory, it is still one of the weaker teams in the league, and we've been on a tear, right? So we should um, dispatch of them. You know, three nothing, hopefully. But uh, yeah, I hope Ryan. If we if we are handily um, in control of the game, I wouldn't mind seeing Ryan score. To be honest, <laughs> just to kind of I, be like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. After seeing uh, Theo Walcott score and celebrate against Arsenal today, I'm convinced uh, Ryan's going to do the same against. Yeah, them. Ryan probably should celebrate. I mean, we never even really gave him a real chance in the first team, and he's clearly he's. He's really made a great career out of out of pretty much sporting telling him to fuck off, um, and at yeah. and at certain points, honestly, like actively sabotaging his career, like f- pulling him from loan, like just as he starts to get in the first team because of bullshit politics. Um, yeah, I'm sure that there's no love lost, but I mean, it did introduce him to a com- country he seemingly has fallen in love with, though. So um, he yeah. even in his Proximo Jornada interview which he did uh, two weeks ago, probably go check that out. If you haven't, um, he says he has no regrets, you know, um, because, you know, as you can see, it has worked out in the end in Portugal. So he has no regrets, but um, you know, the talent was there. It just feels like we kind of gave up without really trying. And clearly there was a, yeah. a player in there. Yeah. And I mean, it's never easy for a, for a, a player to adapt to another country, especially like like Portugal and coming from Scotland, where the the language is like very different. You know, the 2014-15 um, B team was looking back on it, it was loaded. To be honest, with talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of funny uh, looking yeah. back on that team. Like two th- or two years ago, looking back on the team. It's like, uh, okay. But now, I mean, it looks like, wow, damn, there was like, okay, there's a Premier League player, there's a Premier League starter in there, there's a La Liga starter in there, like, there's a Serie A player in there, a Juventus player, like, there's a shit ton of good players on that team. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, But anyways, uh, I'm going to say a a 3-1 win against students. Yeah. Uh, with Ryan Gold definitely definitely getting a goal against us. Hopefully not celebrating, but we'll see. We deserve it. We deserve a knee slide. <laughs> yeah, I think more so than ever, he deserves a knee slide up front against Benfica in front of G- uh, George Zuz, though, at most. <laughs> Too late. They already played at the lose, and he missed a PK. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's right. <laughs> um, anyways, I, that's... <laughs> That's our podcast. Mundo and Leon wants to say you're pretty, bro. Appreciate that. That's not the kind. <laughs> so shout out to Mundo and Leon. Shout out to Richard Nev, Saik, Lauren, Sam in the chat who uh, had uh, some type of technical difficulties, couldn't come back. Uh, to Lex SCP, to Pedro Fernandes. Shout out to you, bro. To our boy down under, uh, Jose Costa, George. Um, to our Dutch boy, uh, James. Shout out to James. 
uh who else am i missing here in the chat i believe that's david pereira our favorite braga uh, fan our brecarins fan um that is it and of course figu seven ronaldo nasser amirali thank you guys for 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 putting up with a lot of technical difficulties today i'm still hearing feedback on my end i think that might be my internet fucking off uh so sorry about that guys <laughs> We are, we are dealing with one a blizzard on one end, extreme cold on the other end. I'm assuming that's what's fucking this up. I yeah, I did pay my that. my internet. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. Mine. I pay mine on time every time, and it still does this every other episode. So <laughs> it's automatic payment, bro, and it's still fucking off, man. It's so annoying. But anyways, thank you guys for joining us. We do really appreciate it. Um, and again, but again, fuck you guys to whoever told me to drink water today i still had a beer you guys aren't the bosses <laughs> next pool i swear no water is an option <laughs> um but anyway yeah, you did make that sure to to follow yourself. us on you set yourself up for that i was asking, I was asking for it, basically to be honest. <laughs> um but yeah follow us on twitter at sparting uh, 160 underscore en on instagram sparting 160n on facebook sparting 160n on youtube sparting 160n only fans coming soon. We <laughs> um, got some things down the pipeline, guys. Keep watching. Um, and, yeah, uh, we'll see you for the next one. And uh, 